From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 118 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I am here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What is going on, guys? Not much. How's it going? Long time no see. No well, see. Yeah, I, for me. You guys you guys go on vacation together. But <laughs> no, for me. Like, yeah. yeah, so I looked back in our last episode... 117 was published on April 6th, and it is now May 3rd. Wow. By the yes. time you're listening to this, it'll probably be May 4th. So uh, happy May 4th. With you. Yeah, there you go. May the 4th be with you. Yes. Speaking and, of and big surprise, James will be at Disneyland uh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, James is heading out to, uh, well, you can talk about it, James. Where, where, what are you doing tomorrow? Well, tomorrow, as you said, it is May the 4th, so they're having... Uh, one of their After Dark events, Star Wars Night. I think they're having several of them. I think they had one last night. I think they had the first one for the for yeah, the uh, the year last last uh, last night. Uh, they'll have one tomorrow. I think they've got another one, or maybe two more. I want to say there was four. I thought there was, was four, four for Star Wars Night. Yeah. So May Fourth, of course, is the best one to go to because right, that's the one that sells out first. Yeah. So big thanks to Jason for helping me get tickets because my plan was not working for getting those this time around. But thanks to his nimble fingers, <laughs> yeah, we were able to quick. get in there. <laughs> I was I was quick on that day. So so yeah. So and, Teresa and I will be heading down. I, I, I'm going to work for a few hours in the morning and then. Uh, we don't have reservations for the park itself tomorrow, so we'll just go in when the special event timing starts, which I believe will be 6 o'clock tomorrow evening, and then the event will run from 9 to 1, and then we do have reservations for Friday and Saturday. Saturday, we'll probably just go in and have breakfast. We've got uh, reservations at the Plaza Inn, um, nice. and then we'll head home after that. And Friday, I found a uh, saw somebody post about a, a new tour going on. Uh, to kind of celebrate Disney 100. So mm. Teresa and I are going to be doing a, one of the special tours on oh, Friday cool. as well that I have no idea exactly what it's about. They just call it the Disney 100 special tour. And it, uh, I think it's two hours long and it'll cover uh, some, you, you meet in Disneyland, but then I guess you walk over to California adventure for a little bit too. So I'm really not sure what all the tour is about, but uh anxious to go and see and it'll be fun and then uh yeah so and then of course friday will be may 5th so can't do cinco de mayo in california at the disneyland resort without having uh reservations at tortilla joe's so we'll do tortilla joe's friday night and uh yeah that's the plan for the next 48 to 72 hours so nice i mean that means you're also going to have to get a chimmy changa <laughs> nice, uh, Cody. Nice. <laughs> I almost needed this button. 
What are you talking about? It's just a Jimmy Chonga. Chonga. <laughs> uh, that's an inside joke. If you know, you know. Is, that is funny. If you know, and you if you know. and if you do know, we sincerely apologize. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Although I don't have to apologize too much because I was on the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were you were just in the area. Luckily, uh, all of my errors so far have been edited out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, the first Star Wars night was the second. So that was yesterday. Uh, then they'll have one tomorrow. And then the eighth and the 11th will be the four. So, gotcha. And they are all sold out. Yes. So that's strange. So sweet Sweetheart's Night, that had multiple dates. I think that had the most dates of any of the After Dark events. Uh, I don't remember if those sold out or not. But I know the Princess Night ones did not. I'm assuming some of them sold out. Like the 14th would have sold out if they had one on Valentine's Day. Right. Uh, the Princess Night in March did not sell out. I remember that because I think when I went to buy the Throwback Night tickets and the Star Wars when I got yours, uh, that day there were still Princess Night tickets. Now, I don't know how close it got to the event. Uh, Throwback Night did not sell out, which I'll talk about. I, I guess we could just start with our with our little trip report. And then well, we before can share you get some to news. that, I mean, were you able to get your tickets you were trying for for Pride Night? <laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't get time off of work for for Pride Night, oh, so I'm gonna okay. have to gotcha. skip that one. But oh, sorry, uh, I know you were looking forward yeah. to that. But I do, I, I, I do have a story about that once we get to the uh, to the trip uh, report. So um, well, let's get to it. let's let's get to it. So, <laughs> like like James talked about, uh, or Cody said, we were spending uh, at Disneyland together. I back in February. Actually, before February, we had planned a trip for me and Marsha for April for four days. Um, and uh, we, re- we renewed our, our annual magic keys in February. So we have to use them five and a half times for the next year for it to be uh, to pay off. So we've used them four. So we've got a day and a half that we got to use the rest of the year. Uh, hopefully we can get a few more days than that. But yeah, I was um, going to say that's minimum. Yeah, minimum. that's minimum. That's minimum. So one more trip and we'll be good. Hopefully we got two more, but we will see. Yeah. Then after that, you're going for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's all on it's all on Disney's dime. Yeah. Except yeah. for the hotel room, I guess, and the travel expenses to get down there. Yeah, all the things that are also on your dime. But they'll <laughs> yeah. at least let you in without charging any more money. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I bought we uh just so happened that the the four days we were gonna be there was when they announced the throwback night, uh was the the night's it was occurring on April 18th and April 20th, which is the nights we were going to be there with April 20th being our last day. So I didn't want to get kicked out of Disneyland early on our last day. Uh, so we, we went ahead and bought throwback night tickets, uh, which I'm glad we did. Um, the only other event I had been to was, well, Sweet Sweetheart's Night the year prior, so in 2022. And then we went to Oogie Boogie Bash last year also. Uh, which I guess isn't technically considered an after dark event. It's just the Oogie Boogie Bash. Uh, yeah. So, um, so we got the throwback night night ticket. So we're we're excited. Uh, you know, we bought uh, some costumes. Uh, I went I went real tame compared to 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 James. Uh, I just <laughs> oh, yeah. had on like I didn't a, even get to see any pictures of any <laughs> outfits. We'll send you. Haven't seen any of those pictures? No. <laughs> What Man, you don't doing? go on these trips and nobody sends you any pictures. I don't know. I, I oh think there was goodness. one one Disneyland trip Cody went on 
too. And I was wondering where are the pictures and Cody never sent any. So maybe I was just getting them back. Uh, but yeah, I had on, uh, it was like an old, like 50 style, um, just like a cloth jacket type thing with a white Mickey mouse shirt underneath and jeans that looked like they were pretty gold. And I rolled them up and had some canvas, like Converse style shoes on. And, um, funny story about that is Marsha, Marsha, once I told her about it, she got all excited and she, she was ordering things from Amazon for this. And yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I ordered mine about a week and a half before the event happened. And she had hers back in like February after we bought the tickets. So we get to uh, Vegas and we're staying there the uh, the day before we go to Disneyland. And we're driving back, following James back to to mom's house uh, from In-N-Out. And we turn a corner and just all of a sudden she's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I did that. I was like, what? She goes, I forgot half my costume in Cheyenne. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so she had forgot basically her shirt and uh, she had something for her hair. She had her shoes and her her, her pants and all that. So we go and we're, we're eating in and out and she's, she's ordering stuff on, off of Amazon. Uh, I had an Amazon pack or a Disney package that I was expecting. So we had them shipped to James's house and James and Teresa graciously brought them out to Disneyland when they showed up on uh, Wednesday. Um, and then she's trying on her shirt that she specially ordered from Amazon and uh, she doesn't like it because uh, she, she didn't get a chance to wash it. It's very stiff. Uh, so she didn't end up wearing that, the replacement. And she ended up, she found a shirt, which is the shirt that I'm wearing right now. That kind of a, it's got vintage pictures on it of, of, of Disneyland. So she bought that to wear. Uh, and then by the halfway through the night, she had put on her uh, Mickey Mouse uh, sweaters that, that uh, we had bought, which which looked like they could have been from the you know, 50s or, or 60s. They're just gray sweaters with just a plain Mickey on it. So um but James, James, uh, you want to describe your costume before I, I get into the 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 start well, Cody, of the trip? I, I just sent you a picture, yeah, a few pictures so you could see. So basically, I mean, mine was pretty basic too. I mean, <clears throat> I had, I did buy. Well, I had my my uh, my jeans, and of course, had to have them rolled up. And then I had, mm-hmm. I bought some of the what do they call those shoes? Oxford shoes, where they're they're brown and white. They're two two different colors. They kind um, of so look I had like those on bowling shoes. Yeah, they do kind of look like bowling shoes, bowling. but that's perfect because that's, my shirt right. was kind of a bowling shirt. Sure. And then yeah. uh, I, I uh, Jason said something about wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt, and I thought, you know what, that's a that's a good idea too. At first, I was going to wear the bowling shirt and just a white shirt underneath it. He was going to wear the bowling shirt with no shirt underneath and just have it un- <laughs> yeah, unbuttoned the whole night. Yeah, it's a party, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, but I decided to be a little modest instead, and I got a Mickey Mouse Club T-shirt to wear underneath it, and then I have a, a fedora that's my dad's. That was my my dad's fedora, so I was like, well, you know what? That's a good hat to wear for a, a throwback night. So I that's threw on cool. the fedora also, and and uh, felt a little bit like a fool walking around. But uh, no, you look great. I, yeah, I, I thought, no, I thought it, was it turned fine. out okay. I thought it looked okay, and uh, yeah. got a couple good compliments from a couple different people, so that made me feel good, and uh, it was fun. I had a lot of fun with it. So yeah, so that that was Thursday, which was the, the April twentieth, uh, um, and uh, let's let's go back to the beginning of the week. So me, uh, Marsh, and I went, and we were we were just at the park hanging out, uh, wait a couple of days waiting for for James to get there. Uh, it took him a couple of days to finally get there, but we had fun. Uh, we were, we did some things that we hadn't done before um, as far as food. And we actually had, we actually canceled one reservation. Uh, we had reservations to Carthay circle. Um, but when we made them, they had some different stuff on the menu that 
we thought we might enjoy. And then uh, by the time it came around and we were actually there, nothing on the menu really, really interested us. So I was like, I don't want to pay that much money. I, I want to see the inside. I want to sit down and eat, eat in there, but I don't want to pay, you know, 150, 160 bucks for, for dinner for something that I'm not, not really going to like. So we, we uh, went ahead and canceled that. Um, but we did go to the, what was it called? The wine country to, Trattoria? Trattoria? Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. That's the first time we had ever eaten there. Uh, Marcia, I think Marcia got the ribeye. I got the chicken Parmesan uh, and we kind of just shared it. Uh, that, that was really good. So that, that'll be once we, if we, or when we go again, that'll be one of the places we'll uh, try to get. Uh, we were going to do the, uh, the uh, world of color package. Uh, Cause, and that was on Tuesday, but we decided not to, because when we we're walking to the park on Tuesday morning, we saw signs that said, Hey, the after dark event for tonight, which was April 18th, it's not sold out. So I was thinking, Ooh, maybe we can go to two nights. Cause I had originally planned on possibly doing that. And I mentioned on the show that, uh, you know, on Sunday, if tickets weren't sold out, I might buy them. I didn't end up buying them and I just put it off and put it off and then kept looking and tickets are still available. Tickets are still available. So Tuesday we got into DCA around 11 and I'm like, you know what? We're going to go. Marsha left it up to me. I was, I was kind of hoping she would make the decision, but she's like, whatever you okay. want to do. Cause they were $129 a piece, you know, which is more uh, expensive than upgrading to the world of color dining package. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we went ahead and did it. And um, so I'm, I'm logging on to the Disneyland website and uh, going to where the after or special events and get there. And first thing that pops up uh, is that you are now in the queue for your pride night. Uh, after dark event tickets. I know like, I don't want, I, I can't go to Pride Night. Uh, well, I'm trying to go to tonight's event. So I'm trying to click it out. And, and then it's like, it said, you are now in the room. You have 10 minutes to make your selections. I was like, no, I'm, I'm trying to get out of there. And uh, it wouldn't finally let you got, purchase I, any other event it, tickets it in did. the room. I had to, it was just that one. It took me straight there. What I did was I ended up closing the browser window. I went back in, signed in, and then it let me go to the different ones. So gotcha. I wonder, yeah, it, it took have. me there. When we got there, Jason was like, dang it, I accidentally bought tickets for Pride <laughs> Night. I didn't uh, mean to, but I guess we're going to go back in June. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, would, I would go if I was, uh, if I had the time off, if, 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 if I was there. Uh, I but, wonder yeah. if, if for whatever reason, the system was kind of overriding things were at that, because that was most likely the release right. day oh, it of was. tickets uh, for yeah. Pride Night. If it was only going to let you purchase those, I wonder if you could have gone up to the ticket booths there in the Esplanade and bought Maybe, tickets yeah. for the event. But, you know, long story short, I, I was able to get to the uh, to the uh, throwback night ones and bought, bought two of them. I'm glad we went the that first night. Uh, we rode a lot of rides. We took a few pictures, but it was kind of, we were able to see where things were. Um Mm-hmm. What, where the photo ops were, uh, we didn't, we didn't get, uh, one of the photo ops we got Thursday night was when we checked in at the Starcade cause we were already in the park when we checked in for this one. Uh, we had, we were over at DCA, we went back to the room and then we came over to Disneyland and basically at six o'clock went, went, went through the gates. Uh, so we didn't know about the Starcade thing. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm glad we did that Thursday cause we got it. We got a photo op over there, uh, after we, uh, got our, uh, lanyards and, and stuff. So. Uh, yeah, but Tuesday we got to see where things were. We we rode some rides. Uh, we actually left a little early because Marsha's feet really really started to hurt. For for some reason her shoes were not cooperating 
with her on this trip. And James knows that on Thursday, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, so we actually left a little early. Uh, but like I said, uh, we rode some rides. We, uh, we got a, uh, what was it? A fruit punch Dole Whip over in Adventureland, which is one of the things we wanted to try. It was great. Nice. Um, and then we got to see where a lot of the photo ops were. So it kind of helped us out when we got back on Looked like Thursday. there were some good ones. I was actually, the photo ops in this one, outside of maybe Star Wars night, seemed to be the best like curated photo ops between the all of the after, after dark events that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was yeah, really yeah. there were some, there were some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was kind of bummed. I wasn't there once I started seeing them pop up online. Right. Disappointed in one that, uh, the, I guess the, it was our fault too, but kind of the photographer didn't really like guide us. It was at the marquee one. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when we did it on Thursday and we got lucky. We, uh, we went and rode a couple rides and then we said, well, let's make our way up to, cause I knew where the marquee was. And I knew on Tuesday, the lines were like an hour and 15, an hour and 30 minutes long for that one. Yeah. Uh, Thursday seemed to be not as busy as Tuesday. So the lines weren't as long, but we were, we were kind of camping out in uh, the t- in uh, town, town square. Some cast members came out and said, Hey, you're going to have to move here in a minute. Cause we're moving these chairs. Cause they were basically in the area where the queue was going to be. So we went over to the, to the other side, basically to the East side of the, uh, town square toward uh the opera house or opera house and we kind of got a bench and it turns out we were right where the line was going to start uh there nice. was a there was a, there was a couple across the way from us that kind of jumped in front of us uh <laughs> so they were yeah. actually the first in line but you know they kind of just to, i almost had to push them out of the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they they were first and second james and Teresa fell in after them and then we were the basically the the fifth and the sixth people in there but so that was the first picture night and we, and we knocked it out. I think they even started a little before six uh, or nine. I mean, nine o'clock uh, yep. when the event actually started. Um, and that's the one I was kind of disappointed in because you were sitting in the, if you saw the picture, James just sent you, you're sitting in the car kind of uh-huh. looking at the marquee and then the photographer's like, turn around. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to try to turn around, but where he was angled, like I would have had to like break my neck to get all the way for him to see me. Marsha right. turned the other way, so she was able to see him. But in all actuality, we should have just got up from the seats and just turned our whole bodies around and like kneeled in the back seat looking toward him. I see. Uh, that would have made a lot better picture. Um, so I like the first one where we're kind of sitting in and you can see our backs of our heads and we're and we're looking at the marquee. And then we headed right over after that. We went over to where Mickey and Minnie were. We waited for them for a little while. Um, but that was that was a cool one. That's the, he he sent you that shot too. Uh, we got, each of us got separate ones, uh, Marsh and I by ourselves and James and Teresa by themselves. And then we did like a group one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably one of my favorite ones we headed over to next was the one with, uh, Disney and the, and the map. And it looks like you're in the TV. Um, yeah, I love that picture. Yeah. So, and it turned out good. Once I, once I turned it to black and white, it, it looks great. The only one I was disappointed, I totally forgot about over in New Orleans square at the train station. There was one, um, it was with the Disneyland Railroad. So it was uh, like a cut cardboard cutout of, I think, Walt standing next to the train. Mm-hmm. And then you could have took a picture with him in the train. And I totally forgot about that one. Uh, and we didn't really go. We went, me and James went over there once to get our uh, magic key uh, little pennants that they were giving out. But we didn't really go over there. Uh, we didn't mm-hmm. go really past uh, Thunder Mountain. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Did you guys see Ma and Pa? I saw him. Uh-huh. Uh, 
But I, I, we didn't get a picture of him. Yeah. Uh, I, saw, I saw someone, t- someone posted a video online of a conversation they had with Ma and Pa and the, the actors, you know, the cast members for, for Ma and for Pa really seemed to do a good job with it. You know, they kind of had the, that, that fifties accent, you know, and yeah, it was, it looked like a lot of fun. They were, they were really into character and it seemed very fun. It was kind of a fun conversation they were having about, um, sarsaparilla, but now they call it, Oh, what's it? What is it? What is it? They call it now. Oh, root beer. That's right. They yeah. call it root beer now, you know, and it was, <laughs> it was kind of a fun little video. So, yeah, we, we did get a couple other, uh, photo opportunity or photo scenes, whatever we did. Uh, the rainbow caverns, mine train one, uh-huh. uh, we did the skyway one, uh, Marsh and I on Tuesday had done the, the mighty microscope one, which is a adventures through interspace one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we didn't, the, the, the people mover one was always so crowded. So I know we didn't do that one. Uh, and then like the Mickey and Minnie had the, had the photo pass for photographer, but around like, uh, what was it? Fantasyland? They had Dumbo there, which originally Marshall wanted to get a picture with him, but then he looked kind of, kind of weird looking. And it wasn't a photo yeah. pass opportunity. It was just a line and you would walk by, take a quick picture with them and then you would walk away. So it was more of the. Uh, it was a, what, they didn't call it a photo pad. It was called a, uh, a character encounter. encounter. Yeah. Okay. And the line was so long. I mean, it went, if you know Dumbo and if you know storybook canal boats, it went from the entrance to Dumbo down to the entrance to storybook, back to the entrance to Dumbo, back to the canal boats, back to Dumbo, oh, then back to the canal oh. boats. And it just winded forever. So we, we kind of, yeah, we skipped that one, but they had uh, Pinocchio and friends. We saw them on Thursday. They were they were walking through, um, right cool. near Fantasyland, and then uh, Tuesday we saw Cinderella and friends. They were they were walking around. We saw um, Alice and friends out near. Uh, they were in between like the storybook canal boats and going up to space or uh, Small World. Um, I saw Peter Pan and them on. Uh, Tuesday, but didn't really stop and take any pictures. And then when me and James were walking to get our pennants, we saw, well, we saw, we saw Peter Pan and then uh, Tinkerbell and Wendy. Uh, they were just, they were kind of over by the rivers of America, just kind of interacting with the crowd and, you know, they would mm-hmm. stop and post for selfies and stuff, but it was more of a, they were kind of just playing uh, free roaming. Yeah. 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 Yep. So playing around. yeah, they had cast members with them, but the cast members were kind of standing back. And then, uh, the three little pigs and the big bag wolf were out in critter country, but we didn't make it over there. So, um, though, though I did, I, I did want a picture of the Tomorrowland space couple. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen those photos. Yeah. Uh, I wanted a picture, but that line was so long and that that was a photo pass one. So that was not just a encounter. I mean, uh, same with, uh, the uh, Mr. Morrow and then the mother and father from the carousel progress. Those were all photo pass ones. So uh, the lines were, were, were pretty long. That's uh, a very so I mean, I mean, popular era for Disney history yeah. and Disney fans. Like if you're really into like the history stuff in the park, that's a very popular time period. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we had fun. We, we, we had a few treats, uh, Try I we tried the jelly donut. I wasn't impressed with the jelly donut from the uh, Jolly Holiday because it was like you it just had a little. With it? No, it had a little squirt of jelly in the middle. What I did like was what we had <laughs> earlier in the day. Not part of that event, but we had that strawberry croissant thing. Oh, that, that was, was good. good. Yeah, that was really good. Um, I liked the so, donut too. There wasn't a whole lot of jelly in there, but it was good. No, it was yeah, it super was, sweet. <laughs> it was. It was, and we we were eating it at like what ten forty five, eleven o'clock at night, and. Yeah. I was I can I could feel my blood sugar just 
shooting through the roof. So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was fun. We, uh, we, we went and ate at blue Bayou uh, prior, prior to the event. So March, Extra we, nod. yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we were hanging out in the park all day and then we, uh, we, we went home to change and then we all came back to the park and then we went in to, to see, uh, to, to eat we got we got a seat right by the water uh marsh and i ate there wednesday night too so we got to eat there twice and both times we were we requested the water mm-hmm. our, uh uh so i'll send you those pictures because there's some pretty cool pictures and then and uh, i'll let so i'll let good. i'll let i'll let james talk about his steak <laughs> i think that might be the best steak that i've ever had there ever really Really? Oh, it was amazing. It was good. So it they, was good. they had yeah. a uh, what was it? It was a ribeye, right? As a ribeye. Yours was a ribeye, yeah. And they do it Oscar style. So they have uh, crab meat on there. They've got the uh, the Bernays sauce, uh-huh. and then they serve it with asparagus also. Nice. So all of those things together was amazing. But the steak just by itself was just like it was seasoned perfect. It was cooked perfect. It tasted amazing just by itself. But then when you dipped it in the Bernays sauce even better. And then when you got it with the Bernays sauce and a little bit of crab meat, oh my gosh, it was, it was good. All thoughts of olive tapenade have <laughs> flown away. I have no idea what that all was about back then, but that right there, the ribeye Oscar style is amazing. I hope they keep that on there for a while, at least until yeah. next week when we go <laughs> back to Disneyland, because yeah. we do have reservations not this weekend, but next Saturday for Blue Bayou. So I'm hoping they still have that on the menu. Yeah, because we we ate there, uh, like I said, twice this time. We had eaten there back in uh, December, and then the time before that is when we were there for the uh, the Mice Chat Rally with you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. And we weren't we weren't impressed with the food no. that time. Uh, I I had some chicken thing. I think Marsha had a steak, and it just. It's like, yeah, if they, and they had talked about it was a fairly new chef at the time because James, James couldn't get his, uh, his, uh, surf and turf. They had, yeah. they had taken it off the menu or something. And then obviously after that, he went a few times and they had that olive tapenade disaster. Uh, so we weren't, we weren't quite sure. And, and we, we went eight in December and actually was really good. I think, I think we probably had the filet mignon again, but it was, it, it had, it had different stuff with it. We had the filet mignon this time, both times. Came with some potatoes that were great. I mean, even even the carrots, which I'm not a huge fan of carrots. I mean, I ate probably about half of them. But um, and then the dessert was both both nights we shared. Uh, we got the cheesecake and then we got the creme brulee. So uh, that was really nice. good. And I'm not a real huge fan of creme, creme brulee, but I was I did everything to get everything out of there besides licking the bowl. So uh, <laughs> they do have one of the best creme brulees that I've had. Yeah. So, yes, they do. And I always like to try the creme brulee wherever I go, and it never seems to be as good as the Blue Bayou. Right. But it's 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 tricky or it's misleading kind of because they don't put it with the desserts. If you look on the menu, it's under the plant based items, and I was like, plant based? What? What? So what? I was like, what do they do to change it? I mean, it's I I, I guess <laughs> yeah, like saying right. like give me a plant based salad. Of course, it's plant based, but I don't know. Uh, why, I guess now they just thought last time that it was peanut butter, right? <laughs> yeah, because it said it said PB creme brulee, and I'm like, oh, they changed the creme brulee. It's like a yeah. it's like a peanut butter custard now. You know, the base is a peanut butter flavor. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that could be interesting. I like peanut butter, and then, <laughs> but the the server, you know, when she was explaining it, because 
I don't know, that time that we went, the server was real weird. And she also said we have like a, uh, we have a vegan creme brulee. And she made it sound like there was a different creme brulee in addition to like the normal creme brulee. And so we were all like, we don't want the vegan one. We just want the normal one. We want the normal delicious one. (laughs) That's the one we want. Yeah, and I have no idea what they put in that thing. I mean, obviously, creme brulee is usually like a custard made with right. like egg yolks and whatever else. So I have no idea what they what they put in it now to make it plant based. I'm assuming that it wasn't plant based before, and that's why they're trying to put that maybe on just there. But whatever custard whatever is maybe plant based. I don't know. Whatever they've done now, it it tastes delicious. So yeah. I don't know what's in it. I don't think I want to know. I don't care. Just. Make sure the sugar is crunchy on top. Yeah, yeah. So we we had a good time. We got to eat at the wine wine country place, which we never eat. We got to eat at Blue Blue Bayou twice. It seemed like uh, we ate at Tor- Tortilla Joe's the night we got there. Uh, actually, got to eat upstairs for the first time. Um, so you've never uh, been upstairs before, not to eat. I mean, I think I've snuck up there to look, but because uh, haven't they, we gotten like like a private room up there before? Yeah, like, that, forever ago when like the whole family. I was think there? that's more of it's not really because when you first go in, you can go upstairs or go into the main dining room. Mm-hmm. I think across the main dining room, they've got something where you can go upstairs and it's like a private, private room. But I don't think yeah. that's actually connected to the whole upstairs. I think that has oh, a separate, separate stairwell. Because uh, gotcha. yeah, I do, I do remember eating up there. But um, so so yeah, we had a good time. We we ate Earl sandwich at the new location, uh, closer to Disneyland and DCA. It was good. We had a. We had a sandwich there and then we had a breakfast there. So, uh, it was, it was really good. We, we spent more than we normally do on food, I think, but then we saved money on food. Cause a lot of stuff like lunches and stuff, breakfast, we just shared. Yeah. Uh, cause last time we went with the kids in September, it seemed like we were all ordering, you know, six different meals and people were throwing away half their meal. So I was like, yeah, let's <laughs> just, you know, besides blue Bayou, we didn't share blue Bayou. <laughs> uh, so Get your own plant-based creme brulee. I mean, this one's we, fine. <laughs> yeah, we ended up ordering the same thing, so I guess we really didn't have to share. But yeah, it was it was really really good. Uh, the event was great. If they have another throwback night, I would love to go. Uh, I would love to get Cody out there. Uh, we can dress. We can dress as the Musketeers this time. Yeah. Uh, that would so, be awesome. Yeah, I was bummed yeah. you weren't there with us. That would have been perfect to have you there. I yeah. mean, anytime you want to pay for me to go, I will accept. <laughs> Hey, I was willing to pick you up from the airport. That means something, doesn't it? That was yeah. a gracious offer. And tell you the <laughs> truth, I there was a split second where I contemplated, but I was like, no, 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 no I can't. And we had, we Just had a stick. You could have been fine. We found you plane tickets, two hundred bucks. We had, we there. had a room. We had a room with an extra king bed. You didn't have to get a hotel room. I know it would have just been the plane ticket down there, and the, obviously the the ticket for the night. But uh, next time, yeah, next time. Yeah, Hopefully we they'll made do it work. again because that was a fun one. I really, yeah, really enjoyed this after dark event. That was a lot of fun. Well, if they do another one next year, maybe, which it seems like they keep repeating their after dark events and right. adding new events. So hopefully yeah. they'll do this again next year and maybe like this year they did a they did a princess night this year and they didn't do the villains night where they had the villains night last year. Because okay. I think James I think James went to that one. Which uh, I probably would have go to that one. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Probably would have preferred, and not that I went to either of those events, but I probably would have preferred that they kept the villains night because I feel like the villains you don't see as much, and the princesses, you know, especially right. with like sweetheart nights and stuff. I mean, that's 
that's essentially a princess knight and then they have their their man yeah. with them so yeah so far out of the three like i'll count i'll count oogie boogie in that i mean o- oogie boogie's cool because it's halloween and people are dressed up and yeah uh uh, but so far, Throwback Night was probably one of my favorite ones. So I hope they do it again. That was my year. favorite, and I wasn't even there. And you weren't even there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know they. I know they did one prior to COVID, um, and then COVID hit, and then right after we started going back to the parks, I think they had an '80s night. I believe so. Um, so that would have been cool too. But I like the I like the Throwback, and you know the 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 the, the photo ops were cool. the The only the only rant I have about it is. Uh, they advertised shirts, which they didn't get in. Uh, there was a couple, <laughs> a couple stories going around that they were printed wrong. Cause I went in Tuesday night and asked at the Emporium and she's like, yeah, we didn't get them. Uh, they didn't get here in time. Uh, mm-hmm. she said, but we should have them Thursday. Uh, I said, well, luckily I'm going to Thursdays too. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, checked on Thursday and no shirts. Uh, the story wow. I heard on the social media was that they were printed wrong somehow. And probably so the same guy that did the signs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have problems with their printers. And there wasn't a lot of merchandise, uh, which there wasn't at Sweetheart's was, Night either. Um, he so designed them we, and said, throw back to the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it wasn't the 90s, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so we were able to get, they had a magnet for sale when we checked in at the Starcade. They had a couple, they called them ornaments, but they were pretty much just wooden blocks with the throwback logo on them. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get that. I mean, yeah, I bought the magnet ornaments. Why? Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be cool because we paid. Uh, what was it? Hundred, hundred forty nine. I think for Thursday, and I think it was, or maybe hundred thirty nine, and then hundred twenty nine for Tuesday was cheaper. Uh, but with that hundred twenty nine dollars, you think with the lanyard maybe, and then then you get the special map or whatever. You know, they could give you a pen or something. Uh, yeah. You know, what are what are pens? Fifteen twenty bucks. That could be part of your your package to get in, you know, uh, because they, they, they just don't have a lot of merchandise. I mean, even for sweethearts night, which goes on for quite a few nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went last year, I was expecting, cause I think James had gone one year and they had pens, but he was too late to get them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but it would have been the first place I would have gone is get me a pen, you know? Um, so, and then, you know, just sell them to the people who are attending the event. Cause we, we got the, we got the things on, we got the little bracelets on. You can tell who yep. we are. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, that was really my only gripe is they don't have a lot of merchandise for these events. Yeah. Um, so I would have loved to have the shirt. I would have bought the shirt just to have it. Um, I think they, I think they might just be having a hard time deciding how much merchandise to get because mm-hmm. Like you said, the one time we had the pins with the Sweethearts Night, but they sold out like like within five minutes of the event starting. And then I know they've tried to do other things where you'd get into a virtual queue and you can go in and get stuff. And then right. there was one time for the, what was it, like the Marius Nights, I think it was, that they did. Uh, not in 2022, but I guess it would have been 2021. Um, they had merchandise for that. They were selling it throughout the park for the next three to four days after the events were over. So like, I think they just, you know, yeah, you know. figure out how much to get and what to do. And- I mean, not everyone would buy a pen, but you know how many people are coming to your event. You know how many tickets you are going to sell. Well, just order know, that many pens. And then if you have any left over, then you sell them the next day or whatever. I think uh, it'd be a good thing to do. Like, uh, like, you know what? The D 23 expo, I think was, is an excellent example that they should follow 
is when you're buying your tickets, have the merchandise that you're going to be offering for this thing. Because we bought these things several months ago. Say that you want to buy a pin, say that you want to buy a magnet, say that you want to buy a shirt. And then you know several months in advance how many to get. And then when you're checking in- And just ship them to people. Yeah, just ship them. Ship them so that you you get them delivered before the event. And then you have the stuff that you want for the event. Um, It'd make everything a lot easier and everyone a lot happier, I think. So, yeah, because I would have loved the throwback pin with the with the logo that you know the lanyard yeah. was cool. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I've got it right here. Um, the lanyard was cool. I think the magic key pendant pendant was pretty cool. Also, I'm really glad we walked clear across the park to get that stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, so here's the sounds like it. Here's the little. I I was pendant. really struggling whether or not I wanted to walk all the way over there because my yeah. my feet were killing me. <laughs> yeah, and then here's the. Uh, Here's the lanyard, and it's not when we have, when we went for Sweetheart's night. It was paper, and I think Marsha's little hole broke. So this is actually plastic. Uh, so so it's kind of cool. I got I got four of these now. Um, so sell them on eBay. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a stay up there. No, I'll just put it down here. It was a good trip. We had fun. Um, we ended up, I, I, I was keeping track of my steps and miles. We ended up walking about 50 miles throughout the, <laughs> throughout the trip. Uh, James's feet was killing him on Thursday night. Um, oh my goodness. Those shoes. Yeah. I didn't wear them at all before and they were awkward shoes and they were not no cushioning. And uh, like you said earlier, Marsha had had problems with her feet Tuesday night and so she was offering for me to have band-aids to, you know, put on my feet if I wanted to, but I didn't want to sit down and take my shoes and my socks off. And I knew I should have listened to Teresa at one point because she said, you know, it looks like, it looks like when your pants move, it looks like there's blood on your socks. And I was like, yeah. no, there's not any blood on my socks. And then I get back to the hotel and it's like, oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. Mar- Marsha had tons of band-aids. I had gone Wednesday morning prior to going to park. I walked over to uh, CVS on the corner of uh, Harbor and Catella, yeah, uh, and got her some like sports tape and stuff. So she was she was taping up her foot, and it, it helped a lot. Uh, and then she put the band-aids on. So um, yeah, if James would have just maybe put some band-aids, on. I still probably would have hurt, but it wouldn't have been bleeding <laughs> all over the place. Jeez. <laughs> It's not like it was that bad, but yeah, man, my feet yeah. were hurting. And towards okay. the end, I mean, we didn't, Teresa and I didn't end up staying all the way until one o'clock, but yeah, that one pennant, we were sitting there. I think we were, we're we were in front of Thunder Mountain, Big right? Thunder, we yeah, we, we, it and it, we it went to get on it down. and it broke down. <laughs> so. Yeah. And so I was like, Hey, do we want to go get that pennant? And Marsha and Teresa, they didn't want to walk. It was over there right in front of the entrance to Splash Mountain, right? Right there in Pooh Corner. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, man, no, I don't want to walk over there because my feet are killing me. It was the end of the night. And then I was like, you know what? If I don't go over there and I see you have that stupid pennant, I'm going to be so jealous and I'm going to be so disappointed with myself. So I just had to suck it up and go. So we did. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we ended up riding. Uh, it was close. It was like throughout the whole trip i was i was kind of keeping track of the rides 46 i think rides we went on uh but we went on because i think we ended up riding big thunder mountain the most we 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 rode that seven times over the four days um so and then we went to the two after dark events the monday we got there i wanted to mention that was probably the because uh the new version of not crowded is a lot different than the what i know from the 80s and 90s of disneyland not crowded 
<laughs> not crowded now is uh, busy. What, what, what I would have considered busy back in the day. But yeah. um, so we got there Monday morning and we had, we had reservations for, to go uh, to the breakfast with, with many and friends. Uh, so we did that. Um, which a lot of people, like my a couple of my sisters, like you're doing that without your kids. And then my one sister who's in Japan, Amber, she's like, yeah, screw those kids. Just go without them. I would. <laughs> so we got, we got a couple of pictures with like Pooh and Tigger and uh, had some breakfast. And then uh, we got out of there like nine 15 and then walked over to, uh, to a couple rides and we walked right on big thunder. Uh, it was, I'll say it was a two minute wait. Uh, and that, that two minute is the time it takes to walk through the queue. Cause we walked right up the steps. She was like, how many two? And we walked right on a, on a, on a train. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got into Pirates of the Caribbean. We walked straight up to the front of the line, got on. And then we're like, well, let's go try Haunted Mansion. I, I might've sent you guys a picture or I sent, maybe I sent it to Kaylee, but I got in the hunt. Yeah. I got in the Haunted Mansion queue and like took a picture and there was nobody there. We basically walked up to the front door and then got in. So, um, nice. Yeah, so th- those were like we knocked out those rides, uh, and then we we didn't want to pay for Rise of the Resistance this time. Uh, we did have the Genie Plus for that day, but it's the it's the extra Lightning Lane charge. Uh, so we waited in the queue because we had never waited in the queue. So let's check out the queue. It says it's fifty minutes. Uh, I was like, that's not bad. Uh, we ended up waiting about forty five minutes. So it, to me, that's not that's not bad at all. Uh, got to see the queue and uh, and then rode that, and then. Uh, you know, kind of rode a couple other rides and, uh, the lines weren't very long. I think the longest we waited was 45 minutes for a rise. Uh, the rest of the day is like Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. Um, big thunder was, you know, we would wait like, uh, well, we had the, the genie plus, but the, the, the line said like 15 minutes. So it, they weren't, it wasn't that crowded. Uh, but then on Thursday when we were there with James, uh, yeah, and then Cody Cody had texted me. They had a they had a snafu with the entry system and the computer system went down around eleven, uh, so people could not get in the park. And we noticed we were in Galaxy's Edge and we're like, "It's there's not a lot of people here today. This is great." <laughs> and then I see something on Facebook and the Cody texted me right away. Do you hear about what's happening at the Man Gate? Nobody could get in for uh, at least two or three hours. I think it it was it was quite a while. I don't yeah I don't remember seeing how long it was, but the park was pretty empty. I mean, the uh, whole Esplanade was. Full. flooded with people yeah just waiting to get into both parks yeah so we were in over, over in galaxy's edge we went to Ogus cantina for the first time uh, my my first time you know i had some pretzel and some cheese and had a couple drinks and uh it was cool uh and loud. then uh it, it, yeah it, it it is pretty loud in there i took a couple <laughs> pictures that i can send you but uh but then we were kind of worried about leaving the park because we weren't quite sure if that whole system had been fixed and you know we were we were originally gonna leave the park go back to our hotel rooms, change, and then come back for dinner. Um, and then when I checked around one thirty, I, I had saw that it was all clear and people were able to get in. So we went ahead and left, but yeah, had, had it still been broken, I was, I was just going to stay in the park for the event. I wasn't going back. So, uh, cause that would suck to go back and then come back and you're in like a four hour line to get in. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't get in. So it was, yeah, but we had fun. We're, uh, excited for our, our next trip, whenever that'll be, we told the kids we would try to take them back around for not around Christmas time, but uh, when it's decorated for Christmas, that's that's most of their favorite times to go. So uh, we will see. We will see. So 
we had dinner at the Carnation Cafe that first night too, and we were seated. We were seated right by the front, the exit outside, uh, so we didn't have to wait in the street for the parade because the parade passed right by us, and we got to see it. Perfect. Nice. Uh, so planned it just right, um, and then went on some things that we don't normally go on. Uh, went on Casey Junior. Uh, I, I got her on a Topia. We did ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway for the first time, which I think is. It's pretty cool ride. I don't know if I would want to wait 45 minutes to an hour, uh, but we did buy the lightning lane, got right on. Um, so that's cool. And then we rode the, uh, the updated, the Chippendale, well, the updated name, it's pretty much the same coaster, but the Chippendale gadget coaster, that tiny little kids coaster. Yeah. Uh, so we got on that and rode it. You know, what, I don't know. It's like 33 seconds long. Uh, and so it, Toontown was pretty crowded. We were expecting it to be not that, or not that busy. Cause after the, after the, uh, uh, like the, the show at night, um, the, cause I don't think they had, they didn't have fireworks Monday, but they have the, uh, the, I don't know what they call it. The projection. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and so we went over to Toontown right after that thinking maybe it cleared out a little bit, man, it was packed. So, uh, we did see the fireworks on Tuesday for the, uh, for the event, the fantasy in the sky fireworks, which is only like a, six and a half or seven minute fireworks show. Unfortunately we missed it on Thursday cause we were standing in line for Mickey and Minnie. So uh, we couldn't see it. And then right when we got done the, with Mickey and Minnie, the fireworks show ended. So I, I know, I know Teresa kind of wanted to see it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it was, it was a good time. Uh, the One of the craziest things I want to mention because uh, when we're walking around, you can hear people talking, you know, some, sometimes you, you can't help but listen in on conversations and, it wasn't really a conversation, but we were, we were walking in line for Haunted Mansion. Um, and, uh, and somebody, somebody turned around and said to their, I think it was their, their husband. She goes, isn't this the house that Walt used to live in when he was alive? <laughs> and I just thought it was funny that <laughs> no, Walt, Walt never lived in Haunted Mansion. Um, <laughs> so, and then I did want to bring our little, our little, uh, Jenny plus hack or whatever you want to call it worked again. The talking uh, so we, Disney podcast hack worked. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> so uh I, the key the key is Indiana Jones. Uh you gotta get that, you gotta get it for Indiana Jones and have a breakdown. So yeah. uh so and and all it all it really does is just you don't have to wait for your time to come up for the your genie plus time. Uh right. So but it was fun. It was fun. Uh so yeah, we're excited to go back. And that was our yep, trip. Me too. Me too. Yeah, a lot of, well, you get to go tomorrow. Yeah. And next week. <laughs> and next week. This guy. So in, in a span of four weeks, James will be there three out of the four weeks. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Only 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 interrupted by a trip to do some white whitewater rafting out in California. And if That's he wasn't right. there, he probably would have been in Disneyland. So probably. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was our trip. We had fun, uh, excited. James and Teresa got to go. Uh, that was, that yes. was, that was a great story from, from, uh, before. Cause I had told him, and I think we, we had talked about this when we were at Disneyland. I had told him we were going in April and he's like, yeah, I don't think we can go. Cause you know, I got a river, <laughs> I got a river trip the next week. Then we got, uh, something else. And then we got, you know, lab days out in California. And he's like, I just don't know if I have time. And then they announced the sale of the uh, Disneyland after dark event tickets. And it was that week. He's like, I guess I'm going. <laughs> so, uh, 
I was convinced there was no way I could go. And and the reality yeah. is I really shouldn't have gone. <laughs> it's, been, it's been such a crazy few weeks. It's yeah. insane. I, I've been I mean, so I busy the to, last few weeks. Because we came home on Friday from Disneyland. I know you had to do some, some work on your trailer to get it ready for the week. And then you had to do homework and, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't know how you did it all. Plus trying to, trying to keep yeah, it, I mean, keep it together at work, yeah. you know, in, in week three of the new semester and yeah, all this stuff with work. And then, yeah, it's just, it's the last few weeks have been crazy. That trip, then whitewater yeah. rafting, then this trip, then next week's lab day. Then the week after that, I'm going to be in Texas. Then the week after that is Memorial day. Like, uh, I'm looking forward to each of these trips, but man, June is going to be a nice, <laughs> a nice break. <laughs> <laughs> to just sit at home. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I did also want to mention, we did buy the Disneyland the, or the uh, Magic Band Pluses or whatever. Really, they're uh-huh. a waste at Disneyland in my opinion right now. Uh, right they now are nice they for are. getting in the park, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we had to we had to take Marsha's back because hers wasn't working correctly. It took um, it took all night to charge the first night we bought it, and it comes part partly charged. And then I was looking up how, how, how long does it take? And it said it should take the first time, like two and a half hours to fully charge. Uh, we woke up uh, Monday morning with them and hers wasn't even fully charged yet. Um, sometimes they would work. Like there are certain things you can go where we had to wave our hands in front of something. And like the Disney 100 signs, they would, they would start glowing and stuff. And mine did it, but hers wouldn't work. And uh, I think I ended up stopped wearing it about Tuesday. So it Disney world. I think it would be cool. Uh, it'll mm-hmm. be cool here once, you know, if you're staying on resort, like your, 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 uh, room keys attached to it, everything attached to it. Maybe if you can, maybe if you can attach a credit card to it, so you can win with your purchases, you can just scan that. Um, yeah, and at Disney world, you can do all that stuff. So it, like yeah, at Disney so, world, it you know, it's marketed as leave your wallet and, you know, in, in your hotel room, in the safe, you don't need your wallet. You don't yeah. need a room key. If you're staying on property, all you need is your magic band. You can charge with it. You can open up your hotel. And you then know, mine kept throughout the day. It, it kept disconnecting from the Bluetooth. So it wasn't connected. So I'd have to go on my phone onto the app and repair it. And it was just, uh, it was more of a hassle. So I mean, I'm glad I bought one. Cause I'll, I'll add it to the collection of stuff that's back here. Uh, but, uh, really at Disneyland, it's, it's not, I don't think it's necessary yet. So, uh, Marcia yeah. got one, a special one for the hundred. So I'll, I'll display that one back there too. So, um, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's the trip report probably took, oh, wow. That's been a while. We've been talking about that for a while. <laughs> Uh, so let's get to a little news unless you had anything else to say about Disneyland there, James. Um, I don't think so. I'll have more to report right. after uh, the next few days. All right. I'm I just had photo one... ops for star Wars land is, I mean, for star Wars night, they have Wars some night. pretty cool photo ops this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a tip. So. And it was funny cause we were, we were t- that, that, that woman we were talking to, uh, that, kind of was in line with us and she just talked, talk, 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 talk. Uh, but she was talking to someone behind her and then, you know, we, we talked for a little while. I think a good tip if, if you're going to one of these after dark events, you can't do everything. You kind of have yeah. to look at the photo ops and you have to look at the, the, the character experiences and then the food that you want. And you kind of have to make you, you have to have a plan going in. 
Uh, you definitely have to decide what you're going to do, what you want to hit, and yeah, hit those yeah. things, and then see if you have any time left over. Because I can tell you from that that Tuesday night we went, an hour and a half to get the marquee picture. It was an hour and fifteen minutes to take a picture with the uh, with the spaceman and the woman. It was a another hour to take your picture with Tom Morrow and the uh, and then there was an, like an hour an hour wait for the people mover one. Uh, so there's no way you can do you can do everything. Uh, yeah. So, so I think that's a, that's a big takeaway. You have, you have to, you have to pick and choose what you want. Uh, and luckily the, the three of the things we, we wanted on Thursday, we did want the marquee picture. We, I did want to get another picture with Walt and then the Mickey and Minnie. And I think we were done with all three of those by nine thirty-five. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we uh, were. That, that left. I, lo- I, I love the uh, Mickey and Minnie interaction. That was fun. They, yeah. Whoever was playing the characters that night were, they were very, uh, very energetic and very yes. interactive. They were a lot of fun to hang they out were. with. So. They were, they were, yeah. Maybe a little, I don't know. I don't want to say they were high, but they were definitely, uh, <laughs> they were definitely enthusiastic. Well, we were there on 420, right? <laughs> that That is true. That is true. So, all right. So let's get to some, a little bit of news. Um, some things I'm excited about, uh, which isn't really news, I guess, but uh, Disney announced that they're, they're, they're doing a sixth edition of their Disney A to Z book for me. Uh, nice. The one written by Dave Smith. It's supposed to come out in September. Pre-order. When, um, when, how long has it been since the fifth edition was out? Been a while, right? It has been a while. If uh, here, talk amongst yourselves I, and let me look. With with them putting it on online because it's it's accessible through the D twenty three website, I think, right? The, yes, yes. The so I thought for sure since it's been so long since the fifth edition had come out and they were and, done. Yeah, I thought they were done. I didn't think they'd ever put another one in print. So I was kind. I of, believe it's two thousand sixteen. Okay, so, so not too long ago, but I mean seven years no, ago. Seven years and ago, and I figured then, once. And since Dave's then, passed away. Dave's passed away, and I thought with him passing away, and and they're not, you know, because he's the kind of the face of that whole arc. Yeah, it's his thing. idea. Yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't think they'd ever put another one in print. So that's kind yeah, of yeah. In the introduction, uh, he, Dave gets an introduction. Dave Smith, chief archivist, emeritus, and consultant at the Walt Disney Company, summer of two thousand sixteen. So, uh, you know, seven years since the last one's out, and like you said, with it being on on the D twenty three website, I was like, yeah, they there's really there's really no need to put out another physical copy because uh, yeah. it's on there, but uh, there there's, you know, I'm doing research on certain things and all that. That'll be the first place I, I go uh, is the, uh, either to the book or to the uh, website and look for something. And there's been, you know, handful of times when I've looked for something and it's like, it's not, there's nothing in there about that. They, they need to include that. <laughs> uh, but you, I guess you can't put everything. I mean, uh, right. so so yeah, I'm excited for that to come out. I did want to bring that up. Uh, and then uh, I don't I don't want to take any of your, your guys' thunder. So I think you're going to talk about something. So I'm going to skip that. I did see Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, I, I don't want to share it too much because James hasn't seen it. Cody, have you seen it? I watched it. Yeah. You watched it. Okay. Um, what would you think, uh, Cody? Did you like it? It's not bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> Well, I guess that's, I guess that tells us all we need to know. <laughs> you know, it's Lucy not, said it's she enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not horrible. I wanted it to be better. I wanted it to give me those nice, warm, fuzzy feelings that the animated one does. The animated one just makes me 
happy and just the music. And I felt like the music aspect of this movie was a little bit lacking. Um, you know, there's that iconic scene from the animated one, you know, after, you know, all the kids, they stuff, they, they learn to fly and they're flying through London and everything. You have that great song. Uh, we can fly, we can fly, we can fly, we can fly. And in this movie, it was just kind of an instrumental version of that during that same scene, which I was really hoping for, you know, like a, a an updated or renewed lyrical version of that song rather than just an instrumental. Cause even the instrumental right. wasn't super prominent in the scene. And, and by updated, I don't, I don't want them to change lyrics. Like, no, they're doing just in another re, movie, you know, we recorded yeah. for yeah. this movie, you know, new yeah. people singing it, but I wanted it to be the same song. Um, you know, th- there were some funny moments, um, there were some things that, you know, some things that were changed that I felt m- made sense, you know, the changes that I wasn't upset with or didn't feel weird or jarring. And then there were some changes that did feel kind of weird or jarring at times. Um, I go back and forth on whether or not I liked Jude Law's portrayal of Captain Hook. Sometimes I felt like I did like it. Sometimes I felt like I didn't like it. Um, I liked Jim Gaffigan as Mr. Smee. I think that was great casting, but I felt like the character of Mr. Smee was underutilized in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I felt like that was kind of a letdown. Um, The, and I don't, maybe it was just my TV. I haven't really noticed this so much with other things, but the, the it's audio very dark. balance. Well, yeah, it's oh, very okay. dark and the audio balance just seemed all over the place too. It's like in order to hear anything, I had it way cranked up, but then, you know, certain things would be really loud, but then like Peter will be talking kind of softly or Tiger Lily will be talking softly. And it's like, you know, I have my TV almost maxed out and it's still just very quiet to like other parts of the movie. And, yeah, I, I felt um, through, throughout, you know, even in the animated movie, you never really hear Tinkerbell talk. And, and you know, they kind of do something similar in this movie. And, they you know, they explain, you know, Tinkerbell is trying to talk to the, you know, the kids. But there's a reason why you can't hear her, yada, 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 without spoiling anything. But they do whenever Tinkerbell is talking, even though you can't hear her, they do a super you know, blown up image of her face because she's small. Right. So in order to see any kind of facial expressions or anything, they zoom way in on her and she's the only, her face is the only thing on the screen, but she's still like mouthing words. She's not just like dinglingling, you know? And so it's, and then someone always has to translate what she's saying that, you know, there's not even subtitles of what she's supposed to be saying. So it's like, I don't know why they bothered, zooming in on her face for us to see her lips moving. But you know, and I'm not a great lip reader. Maybe I think they, I think they did it to know. So you, so the audience would know that Tinkerbell was talking. Right. But I think it would have been fine just being more zoomed out, seeing the whole scene, the whole body and just hearing the tingling, you know, like that to me enough signifies Tinkerbell is talking, you know? Um, so so I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, say any spoilers I don't, I don't know if james is planning on watching it but i did do 
because I'm doing the my movie reviews on the Walking Down Main Street USA blog. And I was like, well, I just watched Peter Pan and Wendy. So I'll just make that my next one and get my thoughts out uh, rather than waiting. Uh, so I, I agree with everything that Cody said. There was, I didn't like the Smee character at the beginning. Okay. I was like, as I, but by the end of the movie, I was like, okay, yes, me is probably one of my favorite characters in there. I did not like the relationship that Tinkerbell, I, without spoiling anything, the relationship between Tinkerbell and Wendy at the beginning, because it's totally different from the animated film. It's well, almost like the entire movie. That- yeah. Throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Uh, but we got, I got to the end and Tinkerbell was probably one of my favorite characters out of everybody. Uh, oh, I hated Peter Pan. I hated Peter Pan. Uh, and I don't want to say the, I don't want to say the actor's horrible, but, sure. uh, but he, he was horrible. I mean, it wasn't uh, very was, charismatic, you know, no, he was, he seemed miserable the whole time. Like he didn't want to be there. Like he wanted to be somewhere else. Uh, yeah. it just, that's the impression I got. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into the lost boys, uh, too much, uh, or the lost people, I guess. Cause now there's lost girls, the lost them. Uh, yeah. The lost them or whatever they were. So, <laughs> I, I didn't like I didn't like TikTok. I didn't like the cro- the crocodile. Uh, and I understand it's a it's a live action, so you have to kind of make things real. But yeah, I liked the I liked the crocodile in the animated one. You know, he he's kind of I don't know. It just it seemed it was a fun relationship between Hook and the crocodile in the animated, and yes. you didn't really have that same dynamic in this one. I'm glad that there yeah. was an inclusion of the croc, but it was yeah. I think it just felt like okay, it was a pretty decent part of the animated, so we're going to put it in. But outside of the one scene that the croc is in, it's not really relevant to Hook as a character where, you know, they don't even talk in this one about like the croc ate Hook's hand. Like none of that's, you know, the croc's just there in a particular scene and it's a giant crocodile, like prehistoric sized, dinosaur sized crocodile. So of course, everybody's afraid of the dang thing but there was no backstory behind like why this crocodile is significant. There was no like clock in its stomach, you know? So yeah, you didn't hear the TikTok, TikTok, you know, uh, like you would hear that and not even see the crocodile. Yeah. So, and then make, it would make hook nervous. And uh, so I start out my review. It says, I try not to look at any reviews before watching Peter Pan and Wendy the first time. I did hear some rumblings on social media about the changes being made in the casting, but wanted to form my own opinion after watching the movie. My first off, I wish Disney would just stop doing live action reimaginings. <laughs> just stop. Because uh, there, there isn't one that I can say to me that was better than the animated feature film. Uh, the only one that I might, and, and again, it's a might, I might say would be Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland. The okay. first one, not like Alice Through the Looking Glass, not the second Tim Burton, but the original right. Tim Burton live action that's a decent adaptation because the animated one is very bizarre yeah. sometimes. I, I was thinking on the same level, but I, I, I was thinking Maleficent, but Malefic- Maleficent really wasn't a re it wasn't, it was mm-hmm. like an, a, an additional, like let's tell this story about this character. And I think if they did that with other things, maybe, I don't know. I thought beauty and the beast was pretty good. It was good. But I, if I, if, if, if you sit me in front of the end, cause I, I mean, I love it. I, I love, uh, Emma Watson. I mean, she's great. I think, but if you sit me in front of the TV and said, do you want to watch the live action or the animated one? I'm going to say throw on the animated one every time. So I like the Aladdin one too, myself. 
Yeah. See, I'm just not a big fan of him. The one thing I will say that I, that I truly loved in Peter Pan, and I'm not going to ruin the backstory, but I did love how you learned a little bit about the backstory of Peter Pan and Hook on why oh. their relationship is why it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was very cool. Uh, that's probably my favorite part of the movie. And then I liked at the end, uh, and I, I can say this without giving too much away, when Smee and Hook are in the water and Pan comes back, uh, just the reaction from Hook I thought was almost like, I don't want, I don't want to give too much away, but my friend is back kind of. And it's, 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 you know, Peter, I think it was Peter that referenced it earlier in the morning. It's like the two of them kind of having their feud. It, it was always meant to be, it's always going to be that way. And of course, when he was explaining it earlier, it was slightly different context, but then it kind of comes full circle there at the end that it's just kind of destined for these two to kind of and I think at one point with each other, at one point he says something to the effect of like, this isn't fun anymore or I'm not having f- like, yeah, I, I have to watch it again, but I thought that w- that was pretty interesting. So James, you got to see it so we can talk about it and yes. hopefully I didn't spoil it for anybody else. But, <laughs> uh, overall I gave with, with my rating system that I'm using for, for this blog, it got a 55 out of uh, what's the out top? of a hundred, hundred. Okay. The most you can get is a hundred. So, okay. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not one of my, uh, favorites obviously. And I, I've only, I think this is only the sixth one that I've, that I've actually reviewed. Um, and it was, if it's falling right around the middle, cause I watched the love bug, love bug, gave, I gave it a 90, uh, Robin hood, the animated one, I gave it 87.5. The worst one I gave so far is Mr. Magoo. I gave it a 50. Um, <laughs> and then the monkey's uncle came in at 52.5 with Muppet treasure Island at 80. So. Um, you, you know, it's funny since you bring up the monkey's uncle, when we're at throwback night, the song came on. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. Which was, I thought, a funny coincidence. And they played a lot of Louis Armstrong that night, which I thought was cool. Yes, uh, which was very that, cool. The music, the atmosphere was great. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I forgot to mention that. That was in my notes, too. So, just the overall atmosphere of it. Uh, what you know, would have made it only that- cooler if it was if everybody was in black and white. If we, yeah. <laughs> we were all black and white, that would have that'd have been awesome. But just to go back so, to that real quick, because one thing I was thinking of when we were talking about is the after night uh, or the after dark event they did last year with the grad night. I expected the grad night to be similar to the throwback night, but the grad night was at California Adventure where throwback night was at Disneyland. Yeah. And the feel of the two different ones, even though the grad night was kind of a throwback type thing too, to the, you know, to the past, the throwback night was just way, way, way better. So anyways. Yeah. Just another random thought. Yeah. So P- uh, Peter Pan and Wendy, I agree with the sound. Uh, there was times I had to turn it up and then turn it back down. Yeah. It was very, it was very dark. The, w- mm-hmm. the way it was filmed, just yeah, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of light. I guess uh, you know, yeah. some things changed. Like like Cody said, some things didn't change. Uh, the story of Tiger Lily is a little different. Uh, yeah. Well, and that was one. You know, before we started seeing trailers and things like that, I, I because one of the big controversies about around the animated one is the way the native Americans are portrayed in that movie. So I was curious at all if they were going to include tiger Lily or, you know, the Indian village or anything like that in this movie. And, you know, they decided to include tiger Lily, but she's the only, you know, native American represented in the movie. We don't see her 
village, you know, if she even. Well, there's one point where she's in like the plains or whatever, and there, there are a couple people around her. Uh, oh, is there? She, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they're not, you don't really concentrate on them. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, if you want to hear, if you want to see my whole review, walking down mainstreetusa.blogspot.com, I'll put a link in the in the show notes and stuff, and or on the website, uh, if you, if you want to read them all. I don't know if you if you've read the comments, Cody, that I put down yet. Uh, I know I James won't read them because if James reads them, there there are spoilers in it, and I put spoiler alert on there. So with <laughs> this your, movie being on, on your review? on the blog, yeah. Yeah, I started so reading this, it, and I, so yeah, I, I'm having to stop. <laughs> okay, yeah. So with this movie being so new, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. So stop reading now. Yes. Go watch Peter Pan and Wendy, I and stopped. then come back and read my thoughts. So, because uh, there, there, there are some uh, some spoilers. Uh, a few fun facts I included in there. David Lowry, the director. This is his second Disney live action. He actually did the Peach Dragon in 2016, which and was I. I, I like Peach Dragon. I enjoyed yeah. that. I almost forget that that's a live action remake yeah. or reimagining. Um, but yeah. you know, Lucy and I were talking about this after we finished Peter Pan and Wendy. Is if you have a spare night where you're unsure what to watch, you know, I wouldn't say that I felt like my hour and a half or two hours, however long the movie was. I wouldn't say that that time was was wasted. You know, I didn't feel like, Oh, I wished we hadn't watched the movie. So, you know, it's enjoyable enough that I say, if, if you've got nothing else you you have in mind that you want to watch, throw it on, give it a watch in bare minimum. You'll mostly be entertained by it. Right. Uh, Whereas in like, in comparison, we were really excited for the live action reimagining of Mulan that came out a couple years ago. And after we got done watching that, it was, I was actively telling people do not waste your time watching this movie. I was very upset after watching that movie. That I go do some, go do some yard work, go do some yard work or go wash the car. That'll be more productive. And I enjoyed that one too. Yeah. But you sucked for half of it. And, and honestly, I haven't seen that live action Milan yet. So I, I guess I, I need to watch it. And and you know, they changed that one quite a bit. There's, there's no music in that one. What? No singing. There's no nothing in that one. Uh, there's no Mushu. So they, they changed a lot, you know, trying to be more, uh, you know, representing that culture more accurately and this, that, and the other. So, yeah, I just say that with every live action reimagining that comes out, I'm less and less hopeful that they're going to be good, like actually good. Like this movie yeah. was decent, but I wouldn't call it good you know i'm not going to be throwing it on anytime soon um so that's part of the rating system that i have would i uh, would i watch it like tomorrow would i watch it in a week in a month next year or never again (laughs) sure (laughs) so i think i did next year maybe yeah i I wouldn't say i'd never watch this movie again but i don't see myself watching it within the next year yeah so Uh, just a quick a quick uh recap so characters i hated peter pan didn't like Tinkerbell at first, but she grew on me. Same with Smee. Uh, Captain Hook was kind of, I never, never hated him. I never thought he was great. I, I, I think he did decent. Um, and then where Wendy, I wasn't a big fan of Wendy. Uh, okay. And then her brothers, uh, I thought they, I didn't have nothing against them. I, I thought they actually looked fairly like the cartoon characters to me, like the, yeah. the, 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 uh, the actual actors that they got and then uh someday this man will probably be a disney legend but uh the the dad uh, was played by alan alan tudyk 
it seems like we've mentioned. Thin. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it seems like we've mentioned his name in a lot of movies we've seen lately. I think he will be a Disney legend someday, just because of repetition that his yeah, voice. He was is, like the, he's the, the only <laughs> other main actor from Frozen that wasn't <laughs> made a Disney legend at the D twenty three this last year. So, and and I like him. Uh, yeah, I love I, I I love his character in Dodgeball, Steve the Pirate. <laughs> So I actually think uh, he did good in this movie as Mr. Darling. When oh, I, yeah. when I had learned that he was going to be Mr. Darling, I was like, okay, I like that. That makes sense. I think he did good. I think, you know, mother, Ms. Mrs. Darling, I think the actress that played her, I think she did great. Um, yeah. so however, I- it, it makes, I'm going to go see the little mermaid when it comes out. I will most likely see it in theaters I can tell why they didn't put this one in theaters, which initially when I found out that it wasn't going to be in theaters at all, I was, I was quite surprised, honestly, that we were still, that Disney was still just doing Disney plus only, which I mean, I guess makes sense if they're trying to still gain subscribers, you got to have some exclusive stuff to the, the streaming platform. But I was surprised with as big of a title as Peter Pan is, is that they didn't put it in theaters. Um, but now I can, I can maybe see why. And, I'm hoping the little mermaid is going to be better, but truthfully, I, I, I think I'm going to come out of it in a similar position as, yeah, it was okay, yeah, but it wasn't great. So yeah, I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. I might, I might wait for it to hit Disney plus. So I'm definitely going to wait. I'm not yeah. paying to see that movie. So the only other thing I wanted to mention about Peter Pan is, uh, yeah, I, I talked about the backstory between captain hook and him. I, I love that. And then the other part I learned or that I, that I liked is we kind of learn why maybe Peter Pan visits Wendy or that house so often. And that's all I'm going to say about that. You guys ever watched the show hook? Yeah. Yeah. With Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that show. Yeah. Somebody, when, when, I, when I hear you talking about the backstory between Peter Pan and, and, and Captain Hook, it makes me think of that movie. So. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't seen that in forever. And I know a long time. I, I, I know obviously Disney with the animated feature film, he took liberties when he took it from the book or the play, the play first and then the book or whatever, you know, they're going to change some things and some things were changing here. So I don't, I don't mind some things being changed, but Mm -hmm. I, I I think if you're going to, uh, like Pete's dragon, there were some things changed, but Pete's dragon wasn't like, it was a good animated one, obviously one of James's favorites, Yes, but I wouldn't call it like I'm. I'm not going to put it in the category with like a Little Mermaid or a Beauty and the Beast, as far as the I guess the reverence you would put toward it is is that the right word? Uh, or yeah, or or it's it's significant. It's status, yeah, it's significant. I mean, Pete's Dragon Company. Yeah, it's one of Marsh's favorite movies too. I like Pete's Dragon, but you're with and I'm you know. Peter Pan is not, I don't think all the way up there with little mermaid, but it is one of the, I, I will call Disney classics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wish they wouldn't mess with the classics. Uh, give me an Atlantis lost empire or uh, lost whatever. They, or, you know, I think they could make that. I, I think that one would be done. Uh, what am I trying to say? I think they have a better chance of making Atlantis, the lost empire remake successful versus something that has such a fan base, like yeah. Peter Pan or little Peter mermaid, Beast, little mermaid, all of yeah. these 
you know, when people think of classic Disney movies, all these ones that they're remaking and, you know, it's that classic saying that, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Right. So these classics are classics for a reason and you start redoing them and odds are they're not going to hold the same weight. Right. Now, Cinderella, if I remember correctly, the live action basically followed the animated story. Pretty, so that one I did pretty mind. decently. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's just, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I was excited when I heard about a little mermaid remake and then like, like, I don't know. I would have to go into it with no expectations or low expectations. And hopefully I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, yeah. But from the trailers that I've seen the, some of the CGI and it is very, it seems like it's going to be a very dark movie too. Uh, kind of like Peter Pan. Uh, I'm just not, I'm just not feeling it. Uh, yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll see. I'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll have to report back because odds are we'll go see yeah. it just to give ourselves something to do one weekend. But yeah. So that's really all the stuff I want to bring. I don't know if you guys have any other news or uh, I, I've got a bunch of stuff, but it's kind of, I was making notes for the last three, four weeks and it's some of the stuff kind of got dated. So it's not really, uh, there's yeah. one thing that happened at Disneyland that if you guys wanted to share that uh, two days after we left or the day after we left. Two days. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the day the after next day. we left. Two, day, two days yeah. after we were in the park. It was two days after we were in the park, but that Saturday yeah. Fantasmic. And, and actually my, my friend, Jen, he was, he was there with his family that day. Um, as it happened, so phantasmic that night, I guess at the 10 o'clock oh. or 10 30 show. And I'm not sure what time it was. Yeah. 10 30. Yep. The, the dragon, which I guess has been nicknamed Murphy in the past, uh, cause of all the problems. I didn't know it had, had a name. Yeah. I did not know that either, not... but everyone seemed like pretty, uh, aware that that was the name yeah. of the dragon Murphy for, I guess they named it Murphy for Murphy's law. If it can go wrong, mm-hmm. it yeah. will go wrong. So it will go and, wrong. Yeah. And it, def- it definitely went wrong on Saturday, <laughs> uh, April. What was that? 22nd. Uh, 22nd. I guess. I, I think I read somewhere that there was a gas leak or something. And of course there's pyrotechnics from, going on in the show yeah. and that thing caught from another podcast burned from another podcast that I listened to for a minute. He was talking about it and he had watched a YouTube video where, he could see like gas or some, or some type of liquid around the neck area spewing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh-huh. shortly after that, cause obviously the, the fire, the, the dragon breeds fire, then that right. ignited and uh, Murphy went up in flames pretty quickly. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I saw a picture of a cast member with a hose trying to put him out. Not even like a fire, <laughs> yeah. a garden hose. Yeah. yeah. How so, tall is that thing? I mean, that thing's like what, 60, 70 feet tall? 50 feet Something like from, that. Yeah. It's that pretty, tall. pretty big. So, yeah, so, running out there with a little garden hose, probably not the best. So, idea, suffice but, hey, to say, they're trying. Yeah, they were trying to save save Murphy. So, Phantasmic is not going on for a little while. I know it's still, as far as I know, still under investigation. I know they, uh, they had stopped any uh, pyro or fire breathing incidents over other parks. Like, uh, I guess. Disney world has one where it's in a parade and I guess breathe fire and they were not going to have them do that or something like that. Well, cause uh, yeah, I, I had seen that it was all pyrotechnic effects across all, I think at least the U S based parks. So that means like the, the fire that's in the world of color show wouldn't be happening. I think they even yeah. put a kibosh on, uh, or, or they were still doing the fireworks, but any like flames that got admiss- admitted from like the castle area down lower, during the show, those got 
you know, the kibosh on them. So yeah. it seemed like they were being very cautious about all of their pyrotechnic effects for, for a little while, which, which and makes sense as, you know, it's a huge liability and luckily, you know, there no guests in that immediate vicinity and, you know, having a water yeah. barrier between the fire, you know, that moat between the fire and the, the audience. But you know, that's clearly, I mean, I had seen the number that that thing costs like 10 million to build. That's, that's the number I saw. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, no show right now. They can't, they, they can't go on with the show prior to them building another Murphy or another dragon. They can, they can put that on, on, on a water screen or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, you know, so, mode, so the show, it. yeah. So the show will come back, which I guess there's a, off the topic of Murphy, there's a B mode on rise of the resistance that I didn't know about. When uh, Kylo's not working. Yeah. When he's not working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw that on YouTube the other day. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. So, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. So Murphy burned down. I, I think I, I didn't find out till Sunday morning. Uh, my sister had sent me a text Saturday night with a picture and I can't even tell what it was. It was just something on fire. And she goes, what happened at Disneyland? I was like, I have no idea. What is that even a picture of? <laughs> so I had to Google it and yeah, uh, they, they, they closed down. Obviously the, at that time of night, the, the islands closed down anyways, but they closed down everything like splash mountain and all that over there because of the smoke and just out of precaution. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, I did want to say we rode, I forgot to mention this. Thing. We rode splash mountain for the, I, for the very last time that I'll get to ride it. Uh, maybe James, unless he can convince Teresa to go on it. me, me, Marsha, and James rode on it. So uh, very I sad. I don't think I'll be. I don't think I'll be riding it this weekend because I don't think Teresa will go on. Uh, but next yeah. weekend, oh, lab days though. Again, yeah. Yes, I think I will ride it one more time next so, week since it will be officially funny, closing in a few weeks. May thirtieth. Yeah. Funny you know? story uh, on that. Before we move on to more news, we're in line. The three of us. We get up to the front line, and James is in front of us, and he asked the the cast member, "Hey, any chance we could sit in the back?" Uh, and the cast member was like, yeah, just slide, slide over here real quick. And then, uh, as soon as we, we have a free space, we'll get you in. And then the couple behind us who was with another group that was in another, uh, a boat, he asked, hey, can we, can, can we get in the back? And he's like, no, I already, already have one, uh, group going back there. So I, I need you to go on. So him and his wife kind of slid to the side and let some other people go by. I think thinking that, Hey, if we, <sighs> we let enough people go by, we can get in. And the guy's like, you're basically, you're not getting the back. You got to go get in right now. And they happen to be in the same boat with us. Uh, so there was, there was an older, uh, under, older lady in the very front. And then the husband was behind her. And then the wife that was in line was behind him. And then it was Marsha, then me, then James in the very back. And uh, Marsha felt very uncomfortable because she's used to being able to like stretch out her legs. Cause there's normally someone we know in front, but this lady had like her legs back. Or something, so oh. Marsha couldn't really sit the way she was seated, and they got soaked. All the three of them in the front got really wet. We got we we got a little bit, but it wasn't. I mean, it dried Nothing within like a couple they, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was. was funny. They were soaked, so it was kind of an uncomfortable ride, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Uh, it was it was better at the end after we were close to getting off, and I was like, "How'd you guys do up front?" Yeah, <laughs> he was like. We got soaked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they weren't too happy at the beginning of the ride. And then obviously not too happy at the end. So, 
That's funny. All right, so we got we got Murphy burning down, Peter Pan and Wendy, A to Z. You got anything, Cody? Um, I do have a couple of things. Um, I can Ready go now, or if James has something he wants to mention before I get into my stuff. I was well. I won't mention this because you're probably going to mention it, but Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out this weekend. So just so everyone knows that that's going to be happening. Jason, I think you said you're going to go see it, right? We're going to try to go see it Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I love I thinking, the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, so Jin, you guys know Jin. He's going to be down in Disneyland this weekend with his family also for Star Wars night. And I think they're going to go see it at the El Capitan on oh, Saturday. Nice. And I was thinking, oh man, that's a great idea. <laughs> Maybe I should go do that. So I don't I've know. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah, have you not been there before? <laughs> no, I haven't. No, it's awesome. I've only been there one time, but yeah. it was awesome. So, anyways, that's the only other thing that I have, unless Cody doesn't say what I think he might say, and if he doesn't, then I'll say it in a minute. <laughs> okay. Well, if I don't say it, then you have my permission to say it. <laughs> Um, so the f- a couple things I wanted to mention. The first thing I wanted to mention is um, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's every year, but t- Time Magazine releases um, it's like 100 most influential people for the year. And one of those 100 people for 2023 that was named under the innovator section was none other than Mr. Bob Iger. So the, the current CEO of the Walt Disney company. So he was, he was listed as time magazines, um, top most influential people. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's kind of a cool honor to receive. Mm -hmm. The other thing I wanted to mention, which, uh, sounded like Jason had a suspicion. I was going to mention it. Maybe James, uh, was thinking the same thing, but, there's been some interesting developments in none other than Reedy Creek <laughs> recently. I knew it. <laughs> See, and so I will go ahead and scratch this out. <laughs> I'm going to keep this really brief. Sure. You know what? After this is after Reedy Creek, all this situation is all done. In about three or four years, Cody is actually going to write a book about Disney versus Florida. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't be surprised if there is somebody already working on it. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. It, because it's, it is a very interesting story and it is very much still and it keeps in getting, development. It keeps getting more and more interesting. Like before yes. I thought it was just kind of, oh, that's funny and kind of stupid. But it is getting more and more interesting. It's like, what's yes. going on now? <laughs> so I if... If you've listened to us before, the last time we talked, um, you know, I had mentioned that the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which is kind of the governmental municipal uh, body that kind of oversees or governs the land which encompasses Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. Right before the new board... Uh, which is uh, a comp- the state which appointed is made board, up, right? a state appointed board. Yes. Made up of state appointed officials. The Disney ran board kind of an 11th hour latched it last ditch effort implemented a, uh, a measure within the, the district to basically say that the new board coming in 
essentially has no authority or power that we're determining right now that this is the way things are going to be moving forward and they can't do anything about it. Um, and this, you know, and subject to perpetuity is, you know, and we talked about the, the Royal lives clause and all of that and how, you know, that the, the ruling that they put in place at the, the last minute, you know, was tied to the, the descendants of King Charles the third and, and all that kind of stuff. So since then, which has been about a month since we kind of reported on this, there's been more than one development, uh, regarding Reedy Creek. So the first major development is that, um, the, the board tried to, let's see, do I have this in order? Uh, that's all the, um, did all these come out on the same day? Oh, this one's a little bit sooner. Anyways, the board, uh, the DeSantis appointed board. So the state appointed board did a vote to avoid Disney's final agreement with the Reedy Creek improvement district. So that last ditch effort that they said, Hey, this, the, the state appointed board, they've got no authority. Well, the state appointed board just said, yeah, we're going to avoid that agreement. So now, now Which, you've you knew they were going to do. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to try to do something. They're not just going to be like, well, shoot, you got us. <laughs> you know, good <laughs> on you. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking when, when you first reported on that. I was like, so they're just going to be like, oh, crap, we can't do anything because the board that is no longer here said that we can't do this. Uh, why don't we just void that? <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, so. So um, one of the things, and I don't know if I've mentioned it before, I think I have mentioned it briefly, but. Technically, the board is no longer called the Reedy Creek Improvement District anymore, or that that district is no longer called the Reedy Creek Improvement District anymore. And since the state has taken over, uh, it is now called the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. So it's kind of a little bit of a mouthful. I guess it kind of always was. However, um, once the state-appointed board voted to void that 11th hour agreement that the Disney operated board put in place. Uh, the Walt Disney company said, all right, that, 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 that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. At that point, the Walt Disney company issued a, a lawsuit or they filed a lawsuit against, uh, Ron DeSantis and the, 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 you know, saying that he, by, you know, he's violating his, his power of, of government being the, the governor of Florida and he's using that power and he's personally attacking the Walt Disney company and he's violating the company's first amendment rights. So now they've got the Walt Disney company has an official lawsuit out against Ron DeSantis, the, the governor of Florida, um, which is just crazy because previously Bob Iger had said that they weren't going to contest the, uh, the decision that, you know, the, which basically, or the law that was put into place that was going to strip Disney of its power and implement a state appointed board, Bob Iger said they weren't going to challenge or contest that. Cause a lot of people were thinking at that point in time that that decision in itself was unconstitutional and Disney at that point in time, wasn't going to challenge it. it. Seems like now they are challenging it. Um, and Ron DeSantis's overreach uh in his powers of governor and he's interfering with uh private business 
the Walt Disney Company and its operations in in Florida uh, with the Walt Disney World Resort. So, um, yeah. So that's like a that's, mess. Yeah, it is a mess. So I mean, essentially, um, that's. That's where we're at right now. That's 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 the br- most brief that I can I can right. make. It. That's that's where things I stand see, right now. I see this playing out as far as because I'll tell you, I, I I work in a courthouse, and I see civil tri- I see civil suits and civil trials all the time. Uh, matter of fact, and most of the time, they'll say this started back in 2012, and it's now 2023. Sure. I don't think this will ever actually. It'll see a courtroom as far as any preliminary hearings or maybe some motion hearings or mm-hmm. evidentiary hearings or whatever they want to call them. Uh, but I don't think this will ever go to a trial. Sure. Where it's, you know, Walt Disney Someone, Company v. Ron DeSantis in the state of Florida. I don't, you know, yeah. whatever. There'll be a settlement somewhere. So there'll be there'll, an agreement. There'll be an agreement, maybe. yeah. Maybe, maybe, out. maybe it'll go to a mediation type scenario. I see, I see those all, all the time. Cause I, too, I think so. it's bad for both parties. If yeah. this goes to trial, it's bad for Ron yeah. DeSantis as far as, you know, his position as governor, you know, he, there's also rumors swirling that he's going to run for president. Um, and then I also don't I think, you know, and we've talked about it before the Disney company wants to avoid a courtroom at all costs and they have the money to avoid that courtroom. So, and I, I I can see, go ahead. I was just going to say that I don't think they would have filed this suit. if A, they didn't think they could win or B that they could finagle something before it ever gets to that point. As far as I know, the way, the way mediations work and there's something that, uh, Oh, that's cool. Off the topic. I've got a Disney grand California hotel and spa pan. I'm playing with, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They'll go, the, the judge will kind of be a mediator. Uh, Walt Disney Company will say, hey, this is what we want. They'll go to this uh, DeSantis in Florida or whatever. And Florida will say, well, this is what we want. This will give them. They go back to the Disney Company with that. The Disney Company says, no, we don't want that. We want this. And I think at the end of the day, it'll be it'll be worked out without seeing the actual inside of a courtroom. Sure. Uh, I had just seen. As far seen... as you think of a trial. So when I was looking at news regarding this whole Disney versus DeSantis debacle the current judge that you know the case or the suit was assigned to has recused himself and so now i guess it's going to a different judge um the the article i was looking at saying that the judge didn't want to be biased because apparently he's worked for or under one of the parties involved and he didn't he didn't want any kind of implications um right because of that so it didn't really mention which party which I thought was interesting, which party he had previously worked for uh, or below, yeah. but you know, I'm not sure. So, well, as far as uh, I want to, if, if it's, did they say if this is filed in federal court or state court? Oh, I'm and not if he's sure. Suing the governor, right? Probably be federal. Yeah, I'm not sure. So it's not like Ron DeSantis appointed the judge because a federal judge will be appointed by the president. So, right. So, did the judge at one point work for the Walt Disney Company? Maybe, or for the state of Florida, before he became a federal judge. 
he might have been a state judge appointed by DeSantis and then became a federal judge. Who knows? Who knows? So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sure I'm sure Cody will talk about this plenty more times uh, in the next couple months. <laughs> It, He's you taking know, and notes the for his I book. It up because it, it's it's one of those things that we've never seen before. It's, it's unprecedented yeah. and it holds potentially a lot of implications for Walt Disney World and how they operate and yeah. Disney World standings and the Walt Disney Company standings with Florida. Because Florida and the Disney Company up until the last few years have very much had a mutually beneficial relationship. Uh, I scratch your yeah. back, you scratch mine. You're good for the state of Florida. You know, the state of Florida is good for the Walt Disney Company. So Florida's always, you know, maybe up until recently, always wanted Disney and Disney World and has gone out of their way to make Disney happy because it's benefited Florida. It's the largest employer in the state of Florida. At the end of the day, they're going to have to work something out because Obviously, Disneyland ain't going anywhere They're, or Disney World. They're not going to – I see it all the time. I say, they should just move to Georgia. You just can't pick up Disney World and move to a no. different state. So You know, that would uh, be an obscene <laughs> amount of money. You, it's impossible. You can't just pick that yeah, stuff up so, and move it. Yeah. I did see, and I don't know how legitimate it was. It was a video I saw on TikTok, so take it with a grain of salt. But somebody was saying oh, it's that like, – it's on, it's on TikTok and the internet. It's got to be true. It's got to be true that apparently, <laughs> at least at one point, maybe not currently, but it did seem like at one point in Ron DeSantis's adult life, he was what many people term a Disney adult. And so a lot of people oh, okay. heard this particular TikTok video was saying this is personal to him. He feels kind of betrayed or backstabbed by mm -hmm. Disney for speaking out against that bill that he was very much involved with, that don't say gay bill that we've talked about before and. And so, because I guess Ron DeSantis got married at Walt Disney World. He had the whole, you know, Walt Disney World wedding, the whole shebang. So, you know, he's personally has a very intimate relationship with Disney World. So right. that also adds a kind of layer of complexity to the situation. Yep. That's all I got to say right. about that. I did have one more thing, but I'm gonna let James go first if uh, if he has something else. Nope, I have nothing else. No. All right, I think uh, because we are shoot, we're coming up on quite a bit of time. I think we we had originally already planned to skip our movie review, uh, our animated feature film review of Moana for our next episode, and I think at this point, with after I talk about this, we probably might want to cancel Cody's corner tonight if that's okay with Cody, because we're coming what? up on the. We're coming up on the, uh, uh, yeah, we've been recording for a little while. Uh, I mean, it has been three and a half weeks since we recorded. So, uh, yes, almost a full month. So as long as we do it next a full time, month. then it's okay. Yeah, we will. We will. As so, long as we don't wait another nope. four weeks to record. No, no, <laughs> no. You gotta, you gotta defend your, uh, your winning streak or whatever. So yeah, we will do it next episode. Uh, we won't have as much news to talk about. And hopefully there's no Reedy Creek updates. Next episode, and then we can. Wait no, for you never know. <laughs> so I did want to mention I, I'm I've never been there. I know James has been there. I think Cody. I know Cody's been to Walt Disney World. Have you been to Animal Kingdom? Yes, Cody. Okay, mm -hmm. so Animal Kingdom did just celebrate. There, they are celebrating their 25th anniversary. They, they were. It was built in 1998, and they opened up a time capsule that they had, which I thought was very, 
the the story was kind of cool. And then this letter that I'm about about to read you, I, I really like. So it said on, this is on Disney Parks blog. They unearthed the time capsule that was put together by cast members in 1998. Among the old photos, news clippings, and mementos was a stack of sweet, inspiring, and sentimental letters written from the opening team addressed to the uh, today's Animal Kingdom cast members. And it says in here, it's my honor to share one of these letters with you. I, I, I just wanted to share the, uh, the letter. So it's dated Thursday, July 23rd. And I know Disneyland, they have a, they have a time capsule or uh, DCA has one. Uh, is it going to be Disneyland open? Like, there's one open too, like 2035. Right? Or, yeah. 2035 is sticking out for some reason. Or did uh, Disneyland recently open one? Because 2035 would be the 80th anniversary of Disneyland. So I don't know. I'll, I'll have to research that. But anyways, this one, Thursday, July 23rd, 1998. To the Disney's Animal Kingdom cast of 2023. 25 years have passed since this time capsule was buried, and this letter was written. In that time, many changes have occurred. Uh, like we no longer have the Reedy Creek District. No, I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> says, you've entered a new millennium. A year and a half ago, Walt Disney World celebrated its 50th anniversary as Disneyland now approaches its 68th. And in a few short months, on October 16, 2023, our company will reach a very notable milestone, the marking of our first century of bringing high-quality entertainment to the world. Time certainly is a powerful force, changing the course of many companies and etching out new formations in a long-established corporate landscapes. The success and longevity of our company has firmly grown from solid roots. The traditions and legacies established by Walt Disney and his brother Roy. Each new ring of the trunk signals the growth of another generation of cast members to uphold these traditions as we branch into new adventures across the planet. The branches of our company legacy spread high and wide, but the branch that we share with you is particularly special. As it was passed to us, we are passing on to you Walt's love and appreciation for animals. An inheritance, inheritance of which this park was based on and which we can all be proud. Today, as we bury this time capsule, we celebrate the hope that our efforts will have made a difference in our tomorrow, which is your today. We hope that our com uh, conservation messages have reached able champions for the environment, that the passions of our cast members have inspired new generations of guests to take environmental action, and that a beneficial difference on our planet has been made. With the opening of every new theme park, there are challenges at every turn. Disney's Animal Kingdom is no exception. With every challenge, a solution. With every effort, a reward. And with every sacrifice, a grander purpose. Every triumph gives us more to be proud and more reason to be glad to have been part of it all. Enclosed in this capsule to be unearthed on April 22, 2023, are mementos of the creation and opening of Disney's Animal Kingdom. We pass these on to you in the spirit of fun, but most importantly, to give you a glimpse of the past that gave you your present and which will guide you to our future. May creating a new species of theme park continue to be your motivation. We are honored to have been part of the opening of a new species of theme park. Through our commitment and dedication efforts, we have seen our guests empowered with a renewed sense of nature and embrace a new appreciation for, man, for man's stake in the world. As these same guests return with their kids and grandkids, we trust that you are instilling the same sense of stewardship. So we thank you for taking pride in and for caring for the park that we helped establish a quarter century ago and hope that you will continue to nurture Disney's Animal Kingdom so that it will remain a source of inspiration and enjoyment for all who visit. That sounds very familiar. 
Uh, we wish you luck on your commitment to the next 25. Proudly of the Disney's Animal Kingdom cast of 1998. So I thought I thought that was cool. Um, uh, it'd be cool to be there when Disneyland opens their next one or if it's DCA. Um, right. I've never been to Animal Kingdom. It's one of the... Uh, when, when, when I talk about... When, we, when I finally do get to go to Disney World, Animal Kingdom is probably one of the, the things I want to see. Uh, we watch... We watch all kinds of zoo shows on TV. We watch the 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 Disney Plus thing about the Animal Kingdom. Uh, so uh, I just thought that, that, was, that was pretty cool. So uh, right, and cool. I don't know. I wonder if there's anybody that was there 25 years ago and is still a cast member at the Animal Kingdom. That'd be cool to uh, to find out if there's anybody you know someday get their you know 30 year pan or 35 year pan all at the same park. That'd be cool. Right. So, so that's all I got. Disneyland buried one in 1995 on their 40th anniversary. To be open when? 2035. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. And and DCA buried one. It says rededication time capsule. Probably after they redid uh, Buena Vista Street and all that. Yeah. Says they did it in 2012, and it'll 12. come out in 2037. 25 years. Okay. Later. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's all I have. We we mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy three premiering this week. Uh, an, another movie thing: the Walt Disney Animation Studios debuted their Wish trailer, uh, which is coming out, I think, in November. Is it November? I think it's November. Uh, I've not seen the trailer yet, but I think it's November. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not nothing, uh, nothing spectacular yet about the trailer. I think it's just a quick teaser trailer, but mm-hmm. with a new poster. Um, and it is actually November 22nd. Yeah. So that's going to uh, be so the Thanksgiving other... weekend movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Disney cruise line also celebrated their 25th anniversary or is celebrating. Um, mm-hmm. That's all the notes I had. Oh, Mandalorian season three finale. We that's been a couple weeks now, but I know I watched it. I'm pretty sure Cody watched it. I know James hasn't seen it yet. I still haven't <laughs> seen it. It's, I've hardly watched uh, anything. The last few weeks have been very. Uh, I know crazy you've been you've me. been crazy busy. I, I, so I'm not going to say much about it. I did I, I did enjoy it. I can tell you, uh, probably the first what was there eight episodes? Yes. Probably I didn't I didn't like four of them, but the final ones I really did like. Uh, yeah, the last they did kind of answer some of the questions really that I had. Yeah. Some of the questions I had from the, maybe the first four, why, why is, what is this about? I think maybe you were answered in the last one. So, uh, why, okay. why is, it'll be interesting is, to see. Why is Lizzo in this episode? <laughs> that was never answered. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're planning a season four or not. Um, I had heard they're planning a movie. I thought, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure so, either. I'm not sure how it all ties in. I know they're I doing believe I heard that movie or something. John Favreau's already writing or has written season four of Mandalorian. Okay. I think there's going to be one more season of Boba Fett, one more season of Mando. We know we're and getting at least one season of Soka, maybe a second season of Soka. I'm not sure. And then a movie that's going to kind of culminate the ending of all three of those different series. Yeah. So cool. Oh, James, tomorrow night, if you remember, they do have a magic key 
special gift at Star Wars night. It's a, uh, says this is where the fun begins. Magic key holders jetting in for the sold out Disneyland after dark Star Wars night can pick up a complimentary keepsake button designed by Jeff Granito during the after dark event hours. So each night has a different picture of. Yeah. 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 So I like the button from May 11th. Uh, the best out of all of them, but uh, you'll be there for May 4th. So yep. uh, grab, we'll grab see. your button. If, and it doesn't there's, say, oh, it's in the small world queue area. So there's a couple pictures see? I want to get tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get them. Good luck. Uh, have fun. Some of, so. some, some of them are recycled from before. Some of them I've got, but facing off with a Wampa, I want the trash compactor scene. I want. Mm. So there's a few I'm going to be trying to get to. Yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, just another quick grad night starting this month at Disneyland. Uh, May 12th, oh, yeah. 14th, 17th, 19th, 21, 24, 25, 30, and 31. And then June 2, 4, 7, 9, 14, and 16. So if you're going to be there during one of those days, um, expect it to be maybe a little busier. Uh, I know grad night's held over at DCA, but. Uh, a lot of people are going to grad night. will then buy, I guess, a ticket to go to Disneyland during the day. So, uh, yeah, DCA yep. will close at a certain time. Um, I truly, which I obviously not going to grad night now, but, uh, I'm glad that I got to go in the nineties when I went the way they did it back then. I, I love a lot more than now. Obviously DCA wasn't there in 1992 when I went, but, uh, it was over at Disneyland and I want to say we didn't get there till late at night, maybe 10 30, 11. I think we stayed till five 30 or six in the morning. So that was, I thought that was a lot cooler than the way they do it now. Uh, I, I, yeah. I took a nap around three over in fantasy land, uh, took a little quick 15 minute nap and then I was ready to go ride some more rides. And, <laughs> uh, so I actually got to go on school to school. I went to grad night with the school. And then when I was in junior high, we, we had like a, I think ninth grade graduation type of thing where they drove us out to Disneyland. Uh, so that would, that, that was fun too. So if you're there those nights, uh, just expect it to probably be a little busier. So, yep. And I will be there one of those nights. All right. Uh, which night are you going to be there? The 12th. 12th. Oh, the very first, gra- the very first night. Yeah. Yep. But luckily, I mean, they'll, they'll, after the day, they'll, they'll move over to DCA. So, yeah. Um, yep. At a certain time, you just won't be able to go over to DCA. Uh, all right. I think that's all I got, guys. James is going cool. to to Star Wars night. Uh, we're standing here. You do have you you. I did send you the. You have the tickets and everything, right? Yes. You have your on your on your app and all that. Okay. So I need to sync it up with the app. I haven't entered it in yet, but I'll do that tonight okay. or tomorrow. Because yeah, I keep I. I I was on there the other day and I clicked on tickets and I'm still showing your two Star Wars nights tickets on there. So, uh, but yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'm glad we got to record after about 20 something days. Um, 30. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 29 days, 28 days, something like that. Uh, before we do get out of here, I do want to uh, share some of our social media. Uh, if you want to check us out other than the podcast and you like Facebook, we're there at Talking Disney Podcast. We're on Twitter at Talking Disney, on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast, TikTok at Talking Disney Podcast. I know James James was putting some uh, stuff up there while we were on Pirates. Uh, I think a couple of the rides too. Um, 
do have a YouTube channel, YouTube uh, at Talking Disney Podcast, which uh, do does have some of our ep- episodes. And I know James has been very, very busy, so he hasn't got to some of them. But <laughs> we're, we're we're a little behind at the moment, <laughs> but we'll catch back up one of these days. We'll catch up. We'll catch up. You can email us uh, talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. With any uh, questions, comments, uh, suggestions for show ideas? We are coming to the end of our animated movie review. Uh, we're on Moana and we only have, uh, we have less than 10 to go. So, um, actually we have less than five minus 56. Six and I think go. there's what six to go. So, uh, and then later in the year we'll, we'll add wish to the list cause we'll be done by then. But if you have any ideas for future shows, uh, shoot us an email. And then the website is www.talkingdizzypodcast.com where this show will be loaded prior to make its way out to the various streaming services. And if you have a chance and you want to check out my blog that I do, uh, and specifically my Peter Pan and Wendy review, you can go to walking down main street, usa.blogspot.com. Um, I got movie reviews on there. Any, any news I find interesting, uh, um, anything I find interesting on the internet, uh, I'll, I'll post some on there. I, scroll on Facebook and Twitter all day. And I come up with different things that I see that I like. So, um, and that is all, uh, you guys got any last minute alibis? We've been talking for a while. I don't think so. I'm good. My dinner came and we were recording, so I didn't get to eat. (sighs) Oh man. So, but that's all right. It's been a while. So I was excited (laughs) to record. Um, yeah, I don't know. We recorded last and then we knew we were going to be kind of uh, sparse this month, but uh, we were planning to record one more time before we went to Disneyland, but then Cody had something come up where he couldn't record. And then James and I were at Disneyland, so we couldn't record. And then the following week, James is out of town, so we couldn't record. Uh, so uh, it's good well, to we're get back. back to record. We're back. We're back. So Better than uh, ever. I was gonna, I was going to do a little quick Eminem clip in there, but I forgot to download it. So, <laughs> uh, guess who's back? Um, so, all right, you guys got anything before we head out of here? James uh, finishes up some school stuff, gets packed for Star Wars night. I know he's got to get his robe together. Or, are you wearing the robe, or are you wearing the Princess Leia bikini outfit? <laughs> Which one are you wearing? Maybe both, and he can go around flashing people. <laughs> yeah. Man, both of you just shut up. <laughs> so the plan next year if they do do a throwback night cody uh we're gonna dress as go. Musketeers. Musketeers. all right, all right. i'm here for we'll it have, we'll have white t-shirts with our names printed on the front uh where where some, some mickey, mickey mouse ears yeah that'll be perfect we'll, we'll do it upright so some skinny uh, jeans yeah i don't well, know about all that yeah let's not go crazy cody <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wear the same jeans I wore this time. So I'll pack them away and be ready to go. So trying to um, get on rides. Can't sit down. <laughs> we did see there was why'd quite a few s- people. Why'd you wear skinny jeans? Fatso. <laughs> there was quite a few people dressed up. Uh, a lot of them looked like uh, could have been. And that Sunday prior to uh, the after dark events was Dapper Day. So mm. we saw a lot of people around downtown Disney dressed up uh, and yeah, a lot of the outfits could go for both. So we, I saw a lot of people that want, looked pretty dapper on Thursday night. I want to um, go for dapper day next year. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. I've so we saw a bunch. I've decided I like dressing up for Disneyland. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at old pictures of Disneyland in the 50s and 60s, you'll see guys dressed in slacks, some you know, collared shirts, yeah. tie. You see the women in, in skirts. Uh, you know, they're dressed up. There, it's it's not a uh, the Disneyland dressing up today is a lot different than than back then. I mean, nobody comes in like Walmart sweats and pajamas, but well, uh, you know, they're they I seen some kids, but they're definitely not dressed up. But it was fun to dress up. Um, it'd be fun to go uh, like I was talking about the black and white thing, but have like makeup put on where it looks like you're black and white. That would be very cool if you if you wanted to go to that far extreme uh, where you because I've seen I've seen costumes where they're painted up and it looks like this guy isn't black and white and he's walking around. You know, that would um, be cool. That would be yeah. Funny. But I think I think we saw we saw some Musketeers that night. We saw uh, we saw some pink ladies. Uh, so um, I kind of went the. Uh, I, I was trying. My first thought was like the Happy Days route. Kind of, I was going to do a like a sweater with the school, the school letter on it. I was trying to find one that had a D on it, you know, for Disneyland. And uh, then I saw I saw Emilio Estevez wearing his Mickey Mouse cutoff shirt, so I was like, I'm going to include that somehow. And uh, then I just went with jeans and jeans that kind of they're they were brand new, but they they looked like they had been worn for a while. So, um, but yeah, it was fun. It was I had a, I had a blast. Yeah, so, me too. Did not want to leave. Thought about going to the parks on Friday. We actually had reservations. James had yeah, reservations. We had reservations up, ready to but, go. By I was thinking, man, I am so tired, and I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to try to drive from California to Vegas later that afternoon. Uh, mm-hmm. We yeah. already hit traffic coming back. You heard <laughs> it at here. 11th. You heard it here first, folks. Jason was too tired to go to Disneyland. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was time to go. Uh, but yeah. We had plans. We, we wanted to do some other stuff. So luckily, I mean, luckily you didn't stay, Jess, because you, you got homework and everything to do. So you had yeah. your trailer to get ready. And Speaking of homework, I've got an hour and 48 minutes. Oh, well, then we better get out of here. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I, I'm looking at the clock going, hmm, I got some homework me, I got to get finished. You want me to write a note, note to your teacher, James can't do homework because he was yes. recording a podcast? Please, if you don't mind, please that would be fantastic. Him. Yeah, he, he was, this is a job. He was working. He's working. So, all right, well, let's get out of here. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to us Babylon about our trip and about Reedy Creek and uh, Murphy and Peter Pan and uh, check out that review. If you want to find out how I really feel uh, with, with the spoilers. Yep. Um, and then uh, that's all and, I got. So, and, and there's eight minutes left of the third period of the uh, Knights against the Oilers uh, game. Number one of the second round. Of the We're playoffs, up, right? Knights are leading five to four at the moment. So, Jason, you got to go watch the last few minutes because you're the lucky. I'll, uh, I'll third on. I watched after I watched that game. Was it game four that I watched? Yeah, because they they were up two to one. I watched game four. They went up three to one. I did watch the next game. So, uh, there you go. I will. Go I will throw it on right after we get out of here. So, <laughs> all right. Good. Well, then we're out of here. Uh, uh, thank thank you again, and until. Until next episode, we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. See you real soon. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, (laughs) Goofy? Oh, oh. 
Now it's time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon It's always Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Why? Because we like you Be careful getting home. Bye-bye. <laughs>